My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunes, your scissors in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And before we get started, it's gonna time to wish a happy birthday to one of our own. It's Jessie's birthday this month. Woo! Hey, happy birthday! Congratulations! Congratulations! Congratulations. I'm so one of those we, like few people that have, this is my second birthday in quarantine. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Yay. laughs> Woo. Woo. So partying uh, it up. Yes. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. Uh, so we do a little thing here on the Certified Nunas for everyone's birthday. They get to decide purely by themselves what the topic no of the episode will be. No one, no one can argue with them about what the topic is and so uh this week we are going to be talking about one of uh jesse's favorite girl groups i know you're thinking dreamcatcher but we're going back we're before dreamcatcher existed we're going to talk about miss a a quartet of ladies under jyp yes Jesse, you want want to take her away? I I love how he would announce the name. You understand, like, reasons why you would do that, because everybody now knows. Like, they're all JYP song, you know? You get it. Like, I I will admit, every time I hear the JYP, like, I laugh, but I'm always just like, what an ego on the man. Like... (laughs) You yeah. can do a song and not have to say your friggin' initials before it. Like, so, Jesus. You're I still can't remember money, which buddy. song it was, but one of the songs that it was like, you know, it starts with JYP, and then it starts with JYP, and he's there singing, and, and it just felt like, why are you centering this around you? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, he used to do that with his, like, stuff pre-making the company, too. It was a thing like, that he did. It's just... Um, <laughs> It yeah, doesn't it, sit like, right I with un- me. A I, lot of things I understand that, but like it really is like it's like the same um like marketing strategy as like having a catchy song that yeah. includes a phone number. Like everybody's yeah. gonna yeah. know it, you know? So like yeah. although I like you get know it. Jason Derulo. Like yeah, you know. <laughs> or like you know how like um SM used to do it for all of their music videos. They would have all the like the the codes and like the mm-hmm. the scroll at the bottom of like all the yeah. genie stuff and yeah. 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 <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm here to talk about a a girl group uh, that is no longer with us uh, and make you fall They're in love with alive. them. They're still alive. <laughs> they're still alive yes um but they're no longer a girl group so like technically yes. miss a is not uh, no longer yes. alive um so happy birthday to me uh, <laughs> you really start this out on a positive yeah. note you know what you know i am just you know getting across how much i miss them because i very much mm-hmm. do they're part of my like trio that i miss a lot anyways um i'm gonna talk a little bit about like the group and how they're formed and the members and stuff. And then we can talk fun stuff about them. Um, so again, uh, Miss A is a four member girl group under JYP entertainment. Uh, they debuted in 2010. They actually were originally not supposed to be the, the group that they were. They started out as a project group, uh, called JYP sisters. 
And at the time, JYP was trying to uh, focus on Chinese activities and doing stuff in the Chinese market. And so they wanted to take a lot of their Chinese trainees and put them into a group um, so that they could like focus their efforts on that. And uh, that's what they did. They were kind of dubbed the Chinese Wonder Girls because that's like kind of their route. They were going to be like the, the mm. sister to Wonder Girls as mm. it was at that time. So the, it consisted of five members, four of them being Chinese and then one of them being Korean. They were first introduced during 2AM's Time of Confession album Chinese promotions, and they also did some variety show work there. So there was like a little bit of a presence, and you can still see those videos too online mm -hmm. um, of like what they were doing. The members of the group contained Fei and Jia, who are both part of Miss A, and two other Chinese trainees that I don't know much about. And then the Korean member was Wu Hanim, who you might recognize because in like 2010 is when the the, the project group kind of dissolved because uh, a person who we know and love have have talked about before on this podcast Sunmi left mm -hmm. her group at the time Wonder Girls and so JYP decided to take Harem the only Korean member of this project group and put her in Wonder Girls and now you know who she is and she was very well loved in Wonder Girls and she still is loved to this day. So that kind of like changed up things and especially um, because the two other Chinese trainees also left, question mark. It's really hard to find anything about these like other mm -hmm. Chinese trainees. Um, so I'm hoping they're doing well. That just left Faye and Jia. So when that happened, um, JYP kind of shifted their focus not to really focus on Chinese promotions, but kind of, and they, they decided to keep Faye and Jia in the group and they brought in a new th third member uh, who is a trainee that was very young. They hadn't had for very long and that trainee was Suji, who mm -hmm. you all know and love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but she's very, very young. So the three of them actually um, got a deal with Samsung Electronics before they debuted and did a pre-debut song called Love Again. It was for their Samsung Andy Call promotions. So at the time, they were only three members for the group, um, and they both promoted in China and Korea for this Samsung wow. promotion. Closer towards when they uh, decided to debut the group, they added the fourth member, Min, who was a trainee. She had just came back from doing stuff in the U.S., and to make the four and then they debuted with bad girl good girl which a lot of people know it's a very very popular song it's probably one of their most popular songs that did very well um so that's how the group came to be so they're um two koreans and two chinese members um so that kind of plays with the, their name title miss a it's kind of like a play on miss asia and then all of them um having pretty good backgrounds in like their dancing and singer careers. So they were like a class abilities is what they said. Their genre of music is like centered more into R&B and kind of like dance electronica, but more R&B vocal led music. Overall message is very strong female empowerment. I think out of most every group, they actually did this the most, especially in their lyrics. Like there are a lot of girl groups out there who were doing 
strong um, themes like this. Like we talked about Sistar, but like almost every song that they had, Miss A was literally like, I can do better. I don't need you really. I'm going to go over here now. You know, that sort of like, <laughs> right. it isn't like yeah. a, I've grown stronger and I know what I can, you know, do against you. It's like, I'm already here. I was already like at this point. Um, so that's kind of like where they got a lot of their like attention from because a lot of people were like really into the group and like kind of the dynamics. And especially at the time when they debuted, there were no groups really doing this, like especially like this. I mean, you had like groups what, like 21 around, but they weren't doing like this kind of female empowerment songs. They were kind of more of like, we're empowering the like looks and standards of society, you know, that sort of thing. So because they still had the two Chinese members, they did do debut in China in 2011 and did some promotions there, but they didn't do a lot. They had a couple of comebacks, but a lot of their comebacks weren't on top of each other and they spent a lot of time um, kind of inactive. And um, their last comeback was in March of 2015 with their Colors album, which had the only U single on it. And that's when they uh, like officially became super inactive and didn't do anything after that. Gia was the first member to leave in 2016 after her contract had expired. Um, and then the group officially disbanded at the end of 2017. Um, even though they disbanded and hadn't been around for that, like that long, they did end up with two studio albums, three EPs, two single albums, and then the special Chinese album with like eight singles in total. They also had a fairly good run on some of their stuff. They were super successful, especially in music shows, but like specifically for their debut, their debut song did like really well, like extremely well. Right. Hmm. Um, Wasn't it the, uh, the first uh, girl group debut to hit number one? On yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they they reached number one on the, the Gone Digital uh, chart, which is the first ever to have a debut song reach that. Um, mm -hmm. They are also the best performing single of that year. Um, and then wow. on Music Bank, they took at the time they took first place, which was the fastest girl group to take a number one spot on a music show. And then they also for Bad Girl Go Girl, uh, it spent uh, four weeks at number one, which at that point the only a group that had done that was Girls' Generation. And so they took out Girls' Generation before that, or because of that. And as a rookie group, that's like... It's huge. It yeah. is like really huge, especially for a debut song. I mean, they really kind of just took it out of the park yeah. um, for that. Um, and then most of their other songs did pretty well and they did um, do a lot with like music shows. And they also won some other sh um, awards. In 2017, Billboard named them uh, number 10 in their top 10 K-pop girl groups of the past decade. So yeah, they've won stuff on like Soul Music Awards. Um, they won Mnet Song of the Year Best Dance for Bad Girl, Girl, Girl and Best New Female Artist. Um, so they did rack up a, a good amount of stuff, even though they did kind of spend most of their time inactive. And I think that like just stemmed from well, JYP, but like JYP not under knowing or figuring out what they wanted to do with the group. Mm -hmm. And I think that just like, it, it's a combination of probably what was happening behind scenes and structure wise, but also just purely when they debuted, they were kind of in a weird area. They were in between like big groups 
that you would see at JYP, especially with their like girl groups, because they're right in between Wonder Girls and Twice. They're also technically generationless because yeah. they're like the way that like things are structured. They were the biggest group to happen in this like little weird spot between second gen and third gen. I consider them second gen just because they do a lot of second gen type things and like their like ties, especially with like their label mates were with like Wonder Girls and 2PM and stuff. So they were placed in a weird position that I just think no matter what, no one knew how to work this, especially when the first part of their like creation had an actual like really kind of zeroed in, you know, route into figuring out how they were, you know, they wanted to do the Chinese promotions and that just kind of backfired. So I think that was part of the reason. Also, do you think that like Sushi getting popular and becoming a soup, like really like a known actress and she was like the CF queen for JYP that probably hurt things in a way, not her fault, but like just because mm. of, you know, trying to schedule all this stuff around what mm. she was doing too. And I think it just... It just got like messy um so yeah. they really they should have gone farther but i just they were a product of a lot of things that kind of happened all at once mm. but they're still like fairly well known to this day i mean like i'm pretty sure every girl group that you've ever loved has done a cover of them um and every boy group has done a cover of their dances you hear their <laughs> songs all the time so mm. even though they didn't have like you know a, a very long and super successful route i think they're still successful uh just this like past year faye and Gio were on this chinese variety show called sisters who make waves that was centered around like stars who were over 30 and constantly during that show miss a was brought up they had to like they would do dances for miss mm. a so like there was still something and then even in china the like you know people were like really responding to them so well and like this past week was um international women's day and like all of k-pop twitter kept playing i don't need a man because yeah. that was the you know it's yeah. the k-pop anthem for international women's day so no people remember yeah they i mean they've got some really good songs and they do have a good background to talk briefly about the members we have first, we have Faye, who's the main vocalist. She's one of the Chinese members of the group. She was scouted while she was going to her dance school. And that's how she got into JYP. Um, and then she was part of that original group. She technically made her acting debut in 2011 with Dream High, but she was just a cameo in there. And so her first real like supporting position was on the web drama Swan. And then also um, she was in a couple of other C dramas. I talked about Shall We Fall in Love, like, on the podcast, like, last year, because I watched it, which I didn't particularly like it, but I liked her character, and I think it has an audience, so that's an option if you're, like, listening to us and don't really like K-pop, <laughs> but you like drama, it's on Vicky. She made her solo debut in 2016 with Fantasy, which is, fun fact, I was super, super excited about this single dropping, because she's my bias. I love Faye, like love, love Faye. <laughs> and so I was like super excited about the single. And I remember very clearly 
I didn't wake up in time to watch it before work. And so I rushed around, got to work and watched it at work. And it's like one of the first times I actively did that with like an actual like K-pop group. I was like, I have to watch Faye <laughs> debut because I love her voice and I wanted her to like have a solo so bad. So in uh, 2019, she left JYP officially and she signed with uh, Hawaii Brothers. Hawaii Brothers um, to pursue her career in China and she released a couple of singles, solo singles and some, you know, duets and stuff. And she's been mostly doing model work there. Then we have Gia, who's the main rapper slash lead dancer, vocalist, another Chinese member. She was recruited by JYP in 2007, I think on her way to her music school or something. They all had music and pre-dance background, so... Somehow. So were, Faye and Gia were the were their schools in China and yes, that's like where they recruited in China. Yeah, okay. yeah. I th I really think that like JYP was like hardcore trying to focus in on the the Chinese market because okay. I'm pretty sure they even outside of the the four members that were in the original project group they had more Chinese trainees. She officially made her acting debut in 2014. Um, she was in the C drama One and a Half Summer which was actually the like drama that I was going to pick if I didn't watch Shall We Fall In Love. Both have Nikun in it. <laughs> like, I ha I've heard good things about it. If you're looking for a drama that she's in or maybe you've possibly like actually watched her. She's also done some movies. Uh, she left in May of 2016, JYP, and she signed on to uh, Banana Culture to pursue her music career. Just as a side note, Banana Culture is the same um, Banana Culture that EXID just left they're the same company they just have they're mostly a chinese company so hmm. that's what she's doing i think she's also doing model work too so then we have min who when i was like really looking into stuff for this episode i didn't realize how popular min was as a trainee but she was hugely popular i also think that she has like the most interesting background and i've always thought she had the most interesting background which is kind of sad because she's the one that you don't hear about doing stuff yeah. now. So she started, she was always doing um, dance. And, and when she was 13, she and Hyoyeon from Girls' Generation knew each other, were friends, and they created a dance duo called Little Winners. And because of doing that, she auditioned for JYP in sixth grade and got in. Gosh. Um, she was maybe still, I don't know, the longest trainee at JYP. Basically, after a year of her training, JYP decided they wanted to um, send her to the U.S. to train and to debut in the U.S. as a soloist. So they sent her, did schooling at like a, a music school, but she was also in this like um, group. And I think they just had like a, a joint partnership of some sorts. It was with the rapper Little John. He had this like kind of like training group and so it was like little john's protégés and you can find stuff online of her dancing she actually did release like three singles they're ridiculously hard to find and i can't even like figure out if it's her and, or and not. so she was like in eighth grade when she was yeah, doing she this was, like she was there i think for like a good amount like i think she was there for like six years but like yeah that's what i read she started yeah. started really young at this like dance group because like her main background is dance 
and you can see like uh, the group is called like little john's protégés or something like that and you can see her and clip student dances hmm. um and then those songs i just i can't find them but they're also like the titles of the songs are like the titles of major songs so they're like even Get harder to up. find yeah. yeah um and you've tried so. searching like even like min or lee min young and there's like six of them on spotify yeah. and you're like i i went into one and all the titles were in like thai i was like no that that's no, not the right one they're definitely <laughs> they are definitely in english because that was yeah. her like main goal with jyp is to debut in america like after that kind of like stint went away she came back to korea and that's when she was put in miss a it was pretty much she came back put in miss a she did do some acting work as well she was in a couple of korean films countdown and suni the executioner's daughter and then in 2016 she got back with hyoyan and then also joe kwan who we all know and love and mm -hmm. they formed triple t and released a single called born to be wild and it's like part of like sm's what is that called they're like channel their secondary channel you know what i'm talking about like sm station yeah mm -hmm. yeah um and mm -hmm. i think it was another joint thing because like jyp is also in the video too and so it's like kind of like mostly heavily dance based group because of their ties like all yeah. three of them are really big dancers she made her musical debut in 2017 and that's also the year that she left jyp and she hasn't done much since uh she is currently with k tigers enc but not doing anything i mean like there's there could be a potential that she's actually choreography like you know on choreographer like as i don't know mm -hmm. um she is listed as being under that label to be a talent though so hmm. i what i wondered was i had just noticed um today that for sung hoon's new drama he sang an ost that's a like a collaboration a duet with a lee min young and i was like is it men like I can't, oh I, I, it might I, be i i don't know like i mean the picture the picture is an ost picture right so it's from the drama and it's with his like drama wife or drama mistress i don't know i'm not watching that drama right now but <laughs> um you know like it's a picture of him i'm assuming like it's like a drama still right so mm -hmm. i'm like that doesn't look like men but like it's probably the actress he's acting with so i don't yeah she's oh, also know. got that like name that's like, like it's pretty popular yeah. so it's <laughs> like, like yeah a lot of, like imagine how many lee min youngs there are in south yeah. korea <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely um and she, like she is like good friends with a lot of people and i like would see her randomly like she was good friends with amber so like see her pop up all the time in amber's videos like non-stop and they would do kind of like parody stuff i think out of everyone she probably was maybe the most fed up with JYP. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I think like <laughs> she was like done with that life. Cause you know, she did a lot of stuff. Like she went over to America at such a young age and then learned um, English and like did all that stuff, you know, by mm -hmm. herself. And I can't imagine that. And I mean, she has such a great background. Um, maybe she's gonna show up here sometime. And then last in the group, we have Suji, who is the lead vocalist and visual. A lot of people know about Suji, but if you <laughs> yeah. don't know about Suji, which is very possible, before she started in JYP, she was actually an online shopping model. And then in 2009, 
when she was very, 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 very young, like 14. She auditioned for Mnet Superstar K. And while she got through like the audition process, she was kind of eliminated early on. And that's when a JYP rep saw her and scouted her for JYP. And then within like six months, she was in Miss A. So it went wow. very fast, very, very thing. Um, there are some things that like she had some issues with, like even though Bad Girl, Good Girl did really well, the girls didn't actually like the song and didn't like the choreo because it was like super, super sexy and Faye and Gia are quite a bit older than mm -hmm. Suji, and so like it was like they were in the like age range. She, they were comfortable, not comfortable with her doing the stuff, and she was mm -hmm. not comfortable. But they had to do it, like kind of thing, because they were a group that was nobodies that like were trying to debut. So she did have some like issues in the very beginning, especially because she was so young. She was like fifteen mm -hmm. when she started. Mm -hmm. I, like ugh, I can't, I can't imagine doing this stuff at no. fifteen. And like being, especially with like Suji, who like then like catapulted into stardom. She's never really had like, you know, a like a, a childhood that's not in the, you know, spotlight. So her official acting debut is in 2011 uh, with Dream High. Oh, Dream in... High. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about Dream High too. It's not my favorite, but it is like a cult classic. Like yeah. I still see people like that's how they got into a lot of groups. It's filled with JYP groups and people and a lot of people like it was their first introduction to a lot of these things also introduction into dramas it's like a high school drama about a performing arts high school so i can understand the like real love and nostalgia of it especially if you were that like mm. age when watching mm -hmm. it so it's it's around <laughs> you can watch it if you want um i will say that her character actually like I really liked her progression in the mm -hmm. show, and uh, she stars opposite IU in a most of, in most of her stuff. And their relationship is surprisingly the a great mm -hmm. female relationship in a mm -hmm. drama, and you would never actually expect it to go that way. Watching the show, so I, there there were parts in it that I was like, okay, this is like cheesy, but I get the love for it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but she's been a bunch of other things: Goo Family Book, While You Were Sleeping. Vagabond, which we have an episode where we talked about the first two episodes, mm -hmm. and then she was just recently in Startup. She was the CF queen. She was a lot of the reason why, like, JYP Entertainment was able to do what they could do. She brought in a lot of money for the company. When I was looking up stuff, I thought this was, like, super interesting. Uh, she is the first Korean female celebrity to win a Singer Rookie Award, Drama Rookie Award, Film Rookie Award, and Variety Rookie Award. Oh, wow. good girl. Back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> she also debuted as a soloist in 2017 with her album, Yes, No. And then she officially left JYP in March of 2019 and is now signed with Management Soup, which is the Gong Yu good, acting. Good, good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's not doing like music stuff like she just did a fan event where she did a little mini concert but i think that was more because it was a fan mm. event um she hasn't like produced any solos or anything like that and I, I i would feel that she might be like just focusing more on her acting side than she is yeah. especially with the management company that she's under but mm -hmm. that is miss a in a very very condensed way yeah. even though i feel like i've been talking a lot about them this very condensed there's a lot of stuff to talk about but 
that's the general overview. Um, so now let's talk about like fun stuff. Like <laughs> how did everyone first encounter Miss A? Because like my encounter literally was because of 2 p.m. I know that I, wasn't the like route that everyone else went by. You know? yeah, my, mine was, was dream high. Embarrassing, yeah. but true. But that was I also mean, my intro to 2 p.m. So. so there you go. Here we it's, go. I, I like both of them better than Dream High. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say that. Uh, I, see, I'm i in like a weird thing with Miss A because I like, I like them. Like I like them and they're all very talented. But I feel like because I know how young especially Suji was and watching it, I feel a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like like there was one video. It's like it starts with a peeping Tom. Oh, that's only you. Like this. It's their last yeah. single. Yeah, like looking through the window at them all, like mm -hmm. in their underwear and stuff. And I'm less, and I'm like, this yeah. is uncomfortable for me. But like, it, the song definitely a was a thing. Like, I, I yeah. remember when it came out that like I was like taken aback, but the song's like so good. But like, yeah, you're also like, but, like, um, but there was some talk around mm -hmm. how like they were really not okay. Like a lot of people were not okay with like the the stocking and yeah mm. yeah and it's just like and it was treated as like oh flirty fun and i just remember i was just was like Ooh, mm, mm. and the other, <laughs> the other one I, I think that they're great okay but i was uh jesse had put a bunch of links to stuff that they were in in, uh, in the doc that she shared with us and i was watching uh one episode of happy together why did they do that to them <laughs> why did they bring that fanboy in like that was Everyone so awkward. In, uh, I know. To, to like to set up the episode, but at least I will preface the fanboys that were get, they were fun. They were respectful. Like yeah, they, they were. Yeah. Creepy. There was there was not creepy, but it was still no. weird. So it was weird. <laughs> they all like show up. So they have Susie and, and Faye, and then they have um, uh, Inji from A Pink and Mina from uh, Girls Day. And, um, which I'm just like, okay, like when I, when you see that lineup, you're like, oh, okay, I see who the, like, knowing what I know now in the future, mm -hmm. like, these were the girls that the agency wanted to make big. Yeah. Because, yeah. But anyway, so they're all in this sauna, as it used to be on Happy Together, that was like the vibe. And then they bring in, like, these middle-aged male fans of the group, except... They didn't bring in one for Faye, which I thought was like rude, first off. So, um, and then they're just talking about how much they love the groups and the girls. And then the girls are like sitting there like smiling and being like, oh yeah, I recognize you from the fans. But like, you can feel the discomfort in their yeah. souls. Yeah, and I'm like, like, we're sitting here in, I mean, I'm sure they're fully dressed under the robes and everything, oh, for but sure, still for sure. like, it's a weird setting to begin with, and then yeah. you have like fanboys <laughs> thrust upon you when you were not you expecting that. You could tell they were surprised. Weird. Yeah, and then I'm just yeah. like, you can tell that there was not a woman on this writing team. Oh, for sure. That, yeah. And they'd have been like, that episode starts out with the old. like hosts saying oh you know we've had a like a female pd for years and years and we could never get the female guests on but now as soon as we have a male pd we get the girl guests isn't this great oh. and you're like 
Yeah, because like the female PD was like shooting down all this crap and saying, no, no, we're it's, not doing this. It's really hard, especially when you're like focusing in on those like variety shows and just like the music videos yeah. in general with like those like second gen and like even mm-hmm. like the start of third gen groups. You kind of really see how toxic everything is and how yeah. misogynistic the society and is it, and, and it's it, like, like surprising yeah it does make it you makes sad and sad. like just idol culture and alone yeah and the like need to have fan service and like so that was like yeah. what was expected of them like they didn't have any other and like honestly the reason why like there's no one there for Faye is because she was like uh subject to racist insults like yeah. most of her time because she's a chinese yeah. member in the a korean girl group like yeah. and and it was just, and it's seeing this, and it's like, you know, and they're all very talented, and they're all very beautiful, and, like, their songs are good and everything, but then I just, like, see it through this, like, lens of, like, knowing what I know now, and it's, like, it's hard to sort of watch it, because, like, it feels a little creepy, like, when yeah. you watch, you know, Good Girl, Bad Girl, and you know that she's 15, mm-hmm. and you know that, like, JYP has, like, a reputation now of having been creepy towards her, and you're just like... I mean, I will say, like, in, in uh, oh, yeah, I'm bad with Go Go, and only you, yeah. she was, like, at the time, what, like, 20, 21? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Definitely, no, no, they're, yeah. they're, like, with the group for yeah. about seven years, so. yeah. Doesn't but make it right, but I just want to, no, like, in your no, no, head, no, no. if you like, that helps you, like, sleep well yeah. at night. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's like, she, you know, for most of them, she is an adult. It's just, yeah. like, in the early ones. But it's like, and then, you know, like, there's even, you know, you hear, you know, even stories of, like, when Got Seven's on, uh, you know, uh, variety shows, like, joking about how JYP's mean to all, like, the male trainees, but is always, like, really sweet and flirty to all the girls and then you're just like i don't like this dude's vibe and you're just like and you see how he like in like inserts himself into all of their work yeah. and so like that little jyp at the beginning becomes more sinister and it's like <laughs> and it's like i want to enjoy it so bad but my brain knows too much <sighs> i think for me like i didn't really start getting into k-pop until pretty much they'd already disbanded or were in the process of like it was late 2016 when I started and I started Mm kind of slow getting into k-pop so um so yeah like I know a few of the before this I knew a few of the big songs right like because they do show up in stuff and people Mm -hmm. you know are on twitter retweeting them and stuff um so I I appreciated sort of getting to know all the members better because before this it was Susie, right? I watched, what was it? While you were sleeping mm-hmm. and I loved it yep. and it was great. And she was great. And she sang an OST in it and it's a great little song. And I, you know, okay, cool. But like, I didn't track down the group really because it was already gone. So I yeah. just didn't pursue that. Mm-hmm excessively but i like i did start watching that um sisters who make waves and i'm enjoying that i i dig it and i dig the whole vibe of it and the sets are really cool looking yeah i like Um, really like it i wish i knew more um chinese um Mm. celebrities because that aspect is really lost because there's a lot of like nostalgia tied to people who are watching it because they are like beloved celebrities so like that part i don't get and they don't like like, a lot of fun i watched put their names up like 
in English really big, you know, or anything. So there's definitely an assumption that you know who you're looking at most of the time and most of the time I don't. So I'm like, I don't, okay. You know, I mean, like the one girl even, that's with it. They're like, so introduce yourself. She's like, after 15 years in this business, if I have to introduce myself, I've been doing something wrong. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, no, please, I want to know who you are. I mean, let me love you. I want you to introduce yourself to me. <laughs> but yeah, like I just, and I like all of them. When I'm watching the videos, like I, I'm always drawn to men. Like I, I'm always watching men. And then I like Gia's rap bits and I like Faye's voice and I like, like, I like them all. I mean, mm -hmm. they, but yeah, mostly I know them from a few key hits and Susie acting and stuff. So yeah. I feel like I have seen clips of award music award shows or like end of year shows where they would, you know, there's a lot of covers going on and stuff. And I feel like I've, I've definitely seen a lot of Goodbye Baby covers. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's really the song that I can think back, but like that's the one that I knew about the longest. Um, I hadn't I hadn't watched any of their music videos before researching this. I don't think I, I had seen clips of people, you know, doing, doing covers or I had yeah. seen 2 p.m. being funny about Breathe. Like I had seen mm -hmm parts of things before but I had never went and watched all the music videos I got a really big kick out of their first mini album was amazing like it was just really good yeah <laughs> everything was mm. so good was. and I, it's a shame that they time-wise or generation-wise or any of that yeah it just seems like they didn't know what to do with them other than have yeah. Susie do every single CF on the face of the planet mm -hmm. which that's great and all but like they were such a good group right out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they feel like a group that was mismanaged, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, and their they downfall were... was not them. Yeah, it was, it was mismanaged NYPD. and like more of a mismanagement and placement of like the grand. Yeah. Timing wise. Yeah, because I mean, they do have like when you hear about like their background, all of them had such strong musical and dance backgrounds so there's like no way that that wouldn't be a solid group and like mm -hmm. for me i first knew about them because of 2pm because they were like the little sisters of 2pm and so you saw them a lot like doing things or if they're like joking around they would be the two groups joking around with each other mm -hmm. like the most that i would see with miss a miss a is one of the groups that i fell in love with their songs before anything else to the point where it, they could just not have any sort of personality and I'd be like I'm still here for their songs like mm. I'm still like a fan um mm. but they do have personality they're really great and I think that they are a good group together in a different way than a lot of other groups because they're a little bit more level-headed and I don't know if it's because um they were kind of forced very quickly to do all this stuff and then they were like kind of older like members who could help the younger members and then also like being you know Chinese and Korean and like the the they're all like trying to figure out everything together but they were they they seemed like they got along well but it was mm -hmm. never forced family time and it's not even like you thought that they were like the bestest friends in the entire world mm -hmm. you just felt like 
respected each other and worked yeah. well together as a musical act they and like i thought that was like a really cool mm -hmm. vibe that they had yeah um and just like they just fit really well and like especially with like such a low number of members which is like an unheard of number you know really in the, the grand groups, scheme yeah. of girl groups i think that needed to help like they just it worked really well for the mm -hmm. four of them was was faye the leader i forgot to look into I, I haven't even looked into it too yeah for some reason i thought i i just i guess because of her her being older and i don't know she just kind of had the presence and she was like yeah, she there with Susie. To. Yeah, like that's something yeah. actually Susie didn't book up either. Suji right. definitely it wanted me, but um yeah, I would think so also because they didn't do a lot of variety show work, especially together, and the two who did the most variety work was Sushi and Faye. So I yeah. would assume that like Faye would have been the leader, but I actually don't know that off the top of my head. Huh. Maybe they didn't have one. It says, actually, there was no official leader of Miss A. Sometimes it seems like Gia. Sometimes it okay. seems like Faye. Yeah, so, yeah, they just went the 2 p.m. route, I guess. Which, that's that's also interesting. You know, the Chinese members being the leader. Like, that's I interesting. I could see that, um, especially because... Because they've been um, around the long Yeah, and then also when they did the Chinese um, promotions, um, they the Chinese members had to, like, basically take over, and they became... Mm -hmm. Like the translators they were the ones to like you know show how to work in china in terms of like you know being you know doing the things that they were doing and like that sort of thing so i think it was like very fluid and that and and they did have like a really good group coming with like you know they had the chinese members they had the the korean members but then also you had men who was fluent in english too and so mm -hmm. they really had this really really great like kind of global reach because like men would be able to lead uh english interviews all the time too because yeah. she's like pretty fluent in it so they had like this really good setup which is like kind of the most disappointing thing and especially now when you see how they're still so beloved mm -hmm. even though they're air yeah. quotes older you know it's like right. you're like oh this could have been so much more and right with such solid like songs to back up because like all of their songs are like i personally think all of their songs are at the same levels as all of their title tracks you know all their yeah, b-sides are, are so good it's not like the b-sides felt like a, an afterthought because mm -hmm. there are yeah, some albums like when, out there in k-pop that that's just the way it is where you listen to a b-side and you're like ah this is why this is on the b-side or you know it was right. like the experimental phase and you're like right. sometimes you just want the same vibe for the entire yeah. album and you get that with like miss hey you get a full mm -hmm. album where you're like i i am in this r&b like realm and like sometimes like they'll throw in some like dancey stuff but it's like integrated in but like mm -hmm. for the most part you're just yeah. like really chill great vocals you just like it's good to have on all the mm -hmm. time on repeat oh i was gonna say and not to get deep into the negativity of the stuff with the variety shows stuff again but like there was another happy together episode with Faye and tech and it was a fine episode but out of the gate they had to make a joke about how she wasn't Susie like Susie couldn't come yeah. so Faye was there yeah that was and you could tell like I hear you could tell on her face like I hear this all the time and it's not yeah. funny yeah like it's, it's really hard um because I'm also a big fan of four minute too and that happened a lot with four minute with Yana and like you know that like there's a happy together with 
with Hyanna and someone else and literally the setup is the one most popular member and the one who's not like the most popular like member and you're like I hate uh, it so much and you could tell that like the it's they're just being for forced involved. yeah because like it's not like Suji was like she's never like at least we don't know I mean obviously we don't hmm. know but like okay. she's never came across as someone who like seems vindictive or like mean or like anything mm -hmm. and like she just was thrown into this so fast and she just mm -hmm. you know she hit the like jackpot on like being the one that like the public really got into it girl and so yeah yeah and so she like it's not her fault that all right. this happened to her really hard when she would be put into situations where she had to and then like the other members also had to do that too you know mm, yeah. where they were like put in positions where they were like yep you're not sushi and you're like the four of them make up the group like yeah well and even the the premise of the happy together that Faye was on with tech and stuff was people that had at least lived outside of korea yeah they were like international from, from yeah. a foreign country or something and it's like, Susie wouldn't be there. Like, yeah, the entire premise here. of this episode. I know. Like... It, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> like, it's a good, like, general episode. I really, like, thought, like, that's one of oh, like, my episode. favorite ones. Because they yeah. also have, like, um, John Park, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. who was the Sam kid who was, um, he auditioned for American Idol. Um, mm. But, yeah, so, like, it had, like, this kind of fun thing. And... Faye, it like I like has a really great personality and she just like mm -hmm. vibes really well with a lot of people and I think she vibes really well with tech. There are a couple of episodes of Running Man where she's on and she's like not the most outgoing in terms of like mm -hmm. all the other people on him, but like there's one episode where she's like paired up with Kwang Su. It's it's like one of the like the funniest ones because she like will just she just doesn't care too. She like will take over the like situation if she needs to. And she's got like a really mm. great personality that like vibes with it. So it's like one of those things you're like, but she's right there and really great. And she's got a like, she's talented and she's here and she knows Korean, even though she's Chinese. Like, and she's yeah. drop dead gorgeous. I know. Like, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. As oh, far yeah. as the public, it's like, she's like Miss Universe level pretty. Like, yeah, no, no, she, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> like, she racism. still looks the same. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, but it's like, like but what no, are you like, drinking? What what's happening? <laughs> for for some reason, racism against Chinese people needed to be a thing in Korea. Um, racism and then misogyny mixed in yeah. and mm. put the two together. Yeah. I did like uh I was reading some of the just articles and things that had come out when um the what is it, sisters wave who make waves who make waves there we go um and that i guess there was a lot of like online talk about how like Faye and gia were so fake and that it, you could tell they weren't really friends and stuff and they were like shut up <laughs> <We're friends. laughs> like i don't like i don't even know what to but i was like did you guys watch the same episode i watched because that very first episode they like enter the room from like opposite and as soon as they see each other they're like ah! and they're like yeah like jumping on top of each other it's like but they're also, not like really actresses they're singers and dancers like that yeah that's how to fake they like, don't have to be best friends no, to still no. be in the same room together and appreciate and respect exactly. each other too like like it's like are you best well, friends with your co-workers <laughs> no but like 
But also, are you best friends with your coworkers? No. But if you're thrown into a room of 30 strangers, is that the one you're going to hang out with? Yeah, because you know her. Like, you could have grabbed that coworker's hand and be like, hey, bestie. Yeah. <laughs> we doing it. And that doesn't make it fake. That makes it like no. normal. Human. Like normal people. Normal human. relationships you're seeing. I'm sorry that yes. like is a shock to you, but maybe that's the thing that you need to address with yourself yeah. and a right. therapist. And like groups don't need to be quote-unquote family or intimate friends that's not how they they were picked together like she wasn't even supposed to be in this group she was in another group and then she was like well last one standing so okay i was in a band and we recorded an album we weren't best friends we were friendly I had other best friends. They were just my band that I made an album with. Like, come on. Um, I just need to to talk about this before it leaves my brain again. Um, can we talk about the absurdity that was the classic music video? Because the, the classic music video, which the cl- it, the music video it was the Reebok. Uh... It was classic. obviously Reebok sponsored. Oh, the one that, the, the one that was. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, was yeah, 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 yeah. Clearly, I was thinking like main off titles. Of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Oh, um, I got a huge kick out of it. I thought it was fun. I no, as soon as like, why Chan? Why Chan suck? Why they gotta play him dirty like that? <laughs> why, why they gotta play him dirty like that? That that was just. And JYP, let's be real with this one. JYP really didn't need to be there. No, no he, he didn't. Time. He always <laughs> like the uncle of that music video. He never looks young. He never looks, and then he, they like hardly ever put him in like, he's in Dream High too, just as an FYI. But like, at least he's like dumb and stupid and obviously the like older the teacher like, in the situation. Like always in the like music videos, he's just like, creepily there and it's like but like nobody's here for this video like i understand i am i i can see past everything and i can understand how jyp still has a career because he's very very popular to like the actual koreans like older koreans i get that like i understand that but But this song not for him. That's not no, the audience. And, like, and, not, and the nobody other thing, cares. The other thing that I love is that if if they're so, it's very clearly riffing off the Leonardo DiCaprio Claire Danes film Romeo yeah. plus Juliet. Um, so he was playing Susie's father. Creepy, like dude, make it yeah, more. I just but, like, why can't I? Why? And then, and then I didn't understand. What I didn't understand about it actually was, you know, there was the plot that they were watching on the screen, but then like, yeah, they were in the movie in theater the movie. too, and yeah, that's the like, part that I was confused about. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was it was a it was a poorly thought out idea that. <laughs> But Reebok really liked those earrings and the outfits. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just like I just when they went into that like dollar store masquerade scene, <laughs> and then like I just see 
Chansung all nerded up being so handed Susie <laughs> as like his bride against her. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, they're yeah. not doing this to him. They always do it to him. What are you talking about? Always. I know, but I was just like, no. When I first can. started this, I thought you were talking about the um the Love Alone. I think that's what it's called. Single. It's like one of their like it's like their second no, or third no, no, single. No. And I was so confused, and I was like, yeah, it's got kind of like a cheesy. Like, you know, the <laughs> no, no, music no. video because it's just like concert clips, but it's like it was for the like figure skater. So like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Like, in my head, that's what I was like thinking about, and I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? And then I, I got, got a got kick there. also out of. Then you arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yes. I forgot what it was called, but it was like a really long oh. CF where oh. they're all spies. Yes. So fun. I wanted to watch more. <laughs> it's like, give me more Miss A 2 p.m. spies. I will watch it right? all. Yeah, I literally just gave them like a massive playlist of 2 p.m. and like Miss A that I could find. Yeah. It's a, the Crossfire CF. And there's mm. a big chunk where a dude's speaking, I think it was German. I think it was German. It's like, was this a, I, I couldn't tell. It's like, is this a German commercial? Like, <laughs> I, I also don't know what we were selling. I'm not sure, <laughs> Who but knows? it was fun. I just I love the like the CFs that they do, especially back then. Um, there are some um, CFs. I don't think I put any of it in any of the clips that I gave you uh, because it's only Sushi who did it. But it's Sushi and 2PM. They did a CF for um, what was it? It's one of the like the water parks. Like water oh, theme yeah. parks. Oh yeah, yeah. And they do like a world or whatever. Yeah, like but they do a like um a haunted uh, like kind of like how Universal Studios does where like mm-hmm. the Knights of Terror type thing. They do that for that arcade. And so like the spokesperson the people were 2 p.m. and sushi. And so there's like all these like random videos and like now it's this is the plight of a second gen person when you're watching these things they're all in like 240p and like yeah. backwards oh, and in 13 yeah. parts but they're so yeah. funny because it's just all of them like just yelling occasionally like, they'll be just ghosts. like one they'll just be like one little corner of the screen with like something else on the side oh my so gosh that, like, i cannot begin to describe you my box. life when oh. i would i would be watching like um double s 501 did that like baby show you know that like i think shiny's done it too and like chinois did it where they like take care of a kid uh-huh. like, that's the thing and like oh my gosh when you would have to like figure out like where the like parts were because also <laughs> when they like first people first put those stuff on youtube they also were trying to get it not taken down so it's like spelled in the weirdest way yeah. imaginable <laughs> yeah like, it would be baby would be like spelled like one three at symbol you're like what is going on and that's literally like my life when i like try to find like the old stuff that i remember like for 2 p.m stuff and then some of this like miss a stuff it's like that too they just have like a little bit less of a presence (laughs) on youtube miss a does which is sad but these episodes specifically when we do something that we're like it's from like a second gen group and i have to go back i'm like ah oh, i remember these days fondly <laughs> also it's kind of one of those things that 
you like you've probably had playlists as the years have gone on but then yeah. things will disappear yeah no like, it'll be like restricted in your poops. country yeah oh oh my gosh i was so obsessed with starbell um it's a bunch of different groups and like just different members and they're all like in kind of like just seating that's like writ like risers and it's also like other people like actresses and stuff and like um so Gi is on it yeah, yeah he's on it mm -hmm. and then so did um dong wook was always like doing stuff with it mm -hmm. those were so funny because again the star belt that they were like the most targeted to like being taken down so the massive amounts of people like people would even like put in things or like do not mention the name of this in the comments it will take yeah. down and so like you'd be going along yeah. and you'd be watching in like eight minute chunks because also because not only was it in parts to cut down on like being taken down it was also in parts because kids back then youtube did not allow you to post anything longer than like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. for like the longest time and then even yeah. that you had to be part of the creator fun like it was like a big thing yeah. yeah so you'd like be going through and you're like you get to like part six and then you don't have yeah. part seven Yes, it's always the worst. It's always in the middle of an actual like something that they like were the doing. Most <laughs> part. Yeah, it'll be like, like an important like story, like that like people because some it was mostly like fun stuff, but like what I remember first about Super Junior, my first instance with them was literally they were telling the story about their first car accident and it was like a very, very like heavy like story. Mm. But like it would be those types of stories cut in half and then you don't have like yeah. the other half and you're like i <laughs> but you'll never have that other sitting there it's just, and you're, no. and you're not just here. like all right which of you fuckers narked and said the name in the comments who <laughs> <laughs> didn't use the or code you find it but it's the viet sub and you're like yeah. <laughs> not uh, helpful Oh, kids man. these days you guys have it so it's good so easy. Isn't it, like they are they weren't they are like drama fever too now like or they yeah. used to be on like vicky yeah no i didn't have that luxury when i first started <laughs> like let me let me tell you guys something now the companies are putting that up there with subs themselves we did not have that luxury back in the day no no, no. i'm sorry this was a very long tangent about like me being old <laughs> but like <laughs> miss a miss a yeah, it, it means we need to appreciate what we do have of miss a because <laughs> right. there is there there would be more content if we could have it. that's true it and definitely they do... feels like they were like ahead of their time like mm -hmm. it, if they were released now i feel like they would yeah like just be solid like they would be popular because that that whole vibe that they had and the international aspect and the everything like that's that's going big right now. That's mm -hmm. a huge thing. So I do think so too. Um, they did uh, have a like a reality show that's akin to the two PM's little uh reality show called Real Miss A. Um, if you're looking for that, it is a subbed little like reality show, and it kind of follows mostly the creation of the Only You music video. But they also do some like other things where like the members will go off and do something, or you know they're going to a radio show thing, and so it'll be like following them um so like that's an actual thing that's like put out by jyp that's like a don't have to worry about not finding parts issue <laughs> it's all there <laughs> i was laughing today i was watching that uh like the first episode of of the um sisters and just it gets to the like they're 
first performance stages and the first three people sing their songs and do their whole thing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then the fourth person, I was like, wait, did I skip something? Did I miss something? Because she lifts her microphone, she goes to sing, and then she takes her bow and they're like, that was a wonderful musical rendition. And I was like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, rewound? And it, nope, it's just gone. And then like every singer after that, there's no song there. They stand up, the spotlight happens and it's cut. Oh, and I'm like, you know, you know what that's like? And have like the broadcast rights or they, you know, they're trying mm -hmm. not to get like, yeah. I'm just like, that's like, so that's like when, you're, when you're watching Men on a Mission yeah. on Netflix, on Netflix oh, God, and they get up to worst. dance and it'll just be, and it'll just be like generic techno music. And you're like, oh, it's no, no, like, no. Royalty <laughs> free from your Mac. Like, yeah, like it's circa not 20 like the thing is i always like, forget i always forget. so i will be like amped to watch them you're like perform yes, XO, let's this go song. and then you're yeah. like <laughs> not, but okay i like hadn't been watching i like hadn't really watched it before and then it was the coco bob comeback for exo and i was like oh shit i'm gonna go watch that because like i love exo and then i'll like you know and i'll get to watch their their for like their perform it and then it's like they were dancing to like, I was like, no. They don't even try to match up the beats per minute. No, no. So it's like, they, got, they did me so dirty. And it's like they so off. So like, dirty. No, no, we, it's like, no, just, no, no. Just, we, done. no. we were done. done so dirty, ladies. Like, <laughs> Netflix, we know you have the money. <laughs> we know you do. This is actually like vital. If the like group that's actually performing can't perform their song. Right? You're like, doing the wrong thing, Netflix. So, like, favorite songs. Either, mm. like, favorite title or favorite B-side or whatever. Do you guys have one? Mm. I mean, you could say all. I mean, <laughs> well, they're, they're all, that would they're be okay all, with you, right? Duh. They're all uh, great. But I, I actually, like one I know, that, like, I'm gonna, connected I'm gonna come with out, you. I'm gonna come out as being real basic <laughs> right now. Because I just love Goodbye Baby. Like, yeah, yeah. no, it's a yeah. solid, it's so good. It's so I good. I really like it. I know. Like, I'm like, which ones do I like that we haven't mentioned yet? Like, I, that's like, my. I'm like, because yeah, yeah like I'm basic you know, too. It's solid. like Goodbye Baby, and you know, I don't need man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I but liked, it's like they're they're popular for a reason, right? Like, you know. I liked the song "I Caught Ya." Mm -hmm. Some of their songs have some like you know some guitar going on. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they yeah. kind of do that like rock thing. Two PM also does that too, but it's like mostly in their concert stuff. And I'm always like, come on, JYP, just let them do rock. It'd be so good. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> I don't love the song like the song it's not bad but it's not one of my favorites but i love the start of it is um i'm gonna mispronounce this i apologize it's in hangul so it, it's um myung honey myung honey i don't it but it's like the opening swell of it has such like i don't know like it just sounds like a like a musical or like mm something like a, a sweeping mm -hmm. soundtrack from a you know an old like a 50s musical movie and I just every time it starts I'm like I picture curtains falling and you know like the whole thing like it just I dig that opening bit and then I'm like and then the rest of the song's fine but it's like just that opening bit really gets me every time mm -hmm. 
for mm. me, like, I remember very clearly when I first saw Breathe and I was like, oh, I'm mm. like into, mm. into this song. But like Breathe like really caught me. I was like, this is like really interesting and fun. And the like the, I think the like music videos are like, like fun, especially because it is a box set, but like it has this very like retro mod vibe to it. And it's just, it's very catchy. Breathe is the one that gets caught in my head. Yeah, a it's, lot. it's definitely one that like you're just like, no, never talk to my neck, kiss me. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, but I am a sucker for love song. Love. Mm love song mm, so yes. much it's so good and it's, it's one of so the ones good. they did as like a secondary um like push on the music shows so you can actually see some of the stages for that it's it's really good um also like melting is another one that's really great one of the b-sides um mr johnny mr johnny i love mr johnny. yeah and like lips i really Solid love the b-sides song hide and sick it's, there's it has a vibe man it has I a like, vibe. It passes my vibe check. I really like uh, Mama, I'm Good. Mm. That I also really enjoyed Faye and um, Gia's solo mm. yeah. music videos and stuff. Like, so good. Yeah, so yeah. Good. And also, if you like Jackson, he does both stuff with both of them, obviously. Yeah. Chinese yeah. JYP people always coming together. But, like, yeah. if you're, like, into that, I, I do one of the uh oh gosh why can't i think of anything off the top of my head it's the like one of the first ones she did under banana culture that uh Gia did um no that one's fake no the the who's that i'll think about it yeah who's that girl that one i just i really loved it i just it's a very simple song and it's actually kind of like pretty standard song but i just thought it was like such a really great song in contrast to what she did on miss a because she was the rapper um which i also found fascinating that they gave the the chinese member the rap position and she seemed to be doing fine with it you know but it was just like such a different like concept and it like showed off her vocals a little more and like mm. just kind of the emotion involved with the uh, song so it was like really interesting to watch that like when it premiered i was like oh this is like different and i like that it's different because it just like mm-hmm. was able to like show you a different vibe that mm. she hadn't that wasn't what she was doing it was like part of miss a right i find like you see that a lot it's like when these group members get to go do their uh like solo stuff it's like they're finally free to do what mm-hmm. they were supposed to be doing you know like because it's so, yeah. sometimes so vastly different from what they're performing in the group and you're like oh this is what you actually wanted to do i'm gonna admit that that's something that's always perplexed me about a lot of k-pop groups and people having roles and stuff that doesn't bug me but if there are rappers that are actually strong vocalists too, mm. why every once in a while for a B-side, give them freedom and let yeah. them sing. Well, like, yeah. Yeah, Especially because yeah. not every song needs a rap line, but yeah. every song gets a rap because otherwise the fans will go rabid that, you know, there wasn't enough line equality. So if they have strong vocals, let them sing vocals mm. like just if you know if well, they just got strong vocals and you don't need it like not every song needs to have a rap in it like it's it's just a reality they don't yeah so 
-hmm. if you've got a great song that doesn't need a rap and a rapper who has strong vocals, you can make that work. And (laughs) go with it. Like I've never understood the like constant need to force people into um, vocal positions that they aren't uh, because it just it's bad. It just you can tell there it's not they do poorly like not everybody's a soprano yes there's a lot of sopranos but like it doesn't make sense in my head with the amount of people who are auditioning that you can't just already find someone with that quality already like you should have like hundreds of options and you don't have to force someone to train to do this thing because it also just damages their vocals like voice like as mm-hmm. me like listening to it i can actually hear what they're doing to like fry yeah. their voice and it's stuff that like they're gonna have to do multiple surgeries later on the like fallback is ruining your voice entirely mm-hmm. even speaking mm-hmm. wise and it's just mm-hmm. like it's so hard listening to that and and you do kind of like start to see the difference when they finally break free from like their main company and then start to do solo work and you kind of like find their true register and it just like sounds better yeah it's like a sabotage that doesn't need to be there and i'm not saying that like i think miss a like does pretty well and i think they do like actually focus Mm -hmm. on their vocals a lot i think that's why you get the songs that they do have from them because very vocally driven and they're not like trying to do like there's some stuff that they do but like it's not super crazy but it's just like you see some of these like groups and you're like why 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 are you doing this we always do these on these like music like episodes where we like and always stray into into, like (laughs) this like we want the music like people to do better because we feel as like older sisters to these girls that they deserve better they just they do deserve better because they don't need to have their voices ruined yeah they don't need to be pigeonholed into roles that don't fit them they don't have to like perform serve acts of services to creepy old men or just creepy men in general do not make and even if someone is quote-unquote of age even if they're 18 if they're not comfortable doing a creepy fan service thing don't freaking make make them do it don't make them do it it's not hard it makes me curious since i haven't very very closely followed a ton of girl groups like through watching fan sign clips and you know like deep deep Mm -hmm. fandom stuff Mm -hmm. i haven't seen a lot of those obvious pitfalls for the girl groups but i can only imagine because Mm -hmm. i've seen it boy group side and they just have a buffer by naturally being dudes quite often yeah like it's just it's just a thing and so I can only imagine how bad, how quickly it could get for well, I girls. Mean, I've seen more than one drama about female trainees that either completely talked about it out in the open or hinted at the fact mm-hmm. that these trainees and stuff were being forced into prostitution and stuff. I've seen it too many times for that to be coming at it completely nowhere. Right. Oh, like, yeah, they're like yeah. there's even at just the, like, stuff going on that yeah. like mm-hmm. even at the like the, the nicest it would be that they were arm candy at like a some fancy yeah. dinner that had a lot of shareholders to the company and yeah. they're just kind of using that. It's and like, you know, uh, uh, like not to say like that happens to everyone. There's obviously good like companies and bad companies it's really creepy and it really needs it's, to be addressed it's really and creepy stopped. They, and, they gotta stop this and shit. it's one of those things like you're hard because you like i think we talked about this maybe last week 
um, where I really liked the girl group Stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, and Not if Stellar. you know anything about their background, it, it's heartbreaking and the things that they had to do and like the things that they were forced to do because the company wanted them to be more popular. Mm-hmm. And it's like really hard because you like love the group and you love the songs that they produce, but you can't in conscious listen to them because yeah. you know that like background of what happened and it's just like hard when you have these groups and you know mm-hmm. that like sometimes this could be happening and sometimes it can't like may not be and you don't know and it's kind of just like you're hoping for the best when you're listening to it but it's also always i know that's like, like i i even think about that like really simple things like like currently for ats like certain outfits and stuff i always wonder like are they actually comfortable in that? Mm-hmm. If they are, cool. And sure, yeah. If they're not, I'm not okay. Like I'm, I'm yeah. not okay with it if they're not comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. if that person a few months prior did talk about feeling exposed and not being comfortable. It makes you mm-hmm. wonder, like, are they okay now? Like, yeah. And so then yeah. you wonder about something that simple. Yeah. And if, I mean, we always talk about these groups as you know they're adults and they can make choices which isn't always true but like did you guys see about that new girl group that's um debuting called cookie and the average age is 13 no 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 the two youngest ones no 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 it's like one picture and like the two cute youngest ones on the front look very cute and like just look like kids doing their thing but the two girls in the middle are already being posed with the back arch and the, you know, and I was like, no, they're also like they're in short skirts with their back like arch. And I'm like, have developed. So they like, like uh, uh, I'm like, just, I want, you know, like Korea should be able to have like cute kids groups. Like we had, you know, we had Mbop and, you know, like we yeah. had this fun stuff. But I don't trust them. I don't no. trust the industry no. to let them be cute kids. So just, right. no. you know, if we had problems with Susie at 15 and now you got an average age of 13, no. come on now. Well, and, and also the reality yeah. is like, if we want to talk about trainee ages, so like, you know, you can, you know, miss a, so Susie debuting at 15. And she hadn't been a trainee for all that long. But if you think about the people that are trainees for years, like they start yeah. at 12, 13, yeah. 14. Let these kids go to school. Jesus. Like. It's it really. Yeah. It ain't right. And 13, they could. 13. No. I don't mean I could, to talk about this on the Miss A. We have gone on one of our magical tangents that we love to. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, like, I mean, like, Miss A could have had, like, the best option for themselves, too, and just in general. And, like, yes, they, you know, Susie was uncomfortable so that, like, it shouldn't have happened no matter what. But, like, Mm -hmm. in, like, terms of, like, grand scheme of things, like, it was probably, like, just a lot better of a situation than most and like you know it doesn't mean that like everything was like bad about the whole yeah. creation of their group or anything like that and also and, it means you should be listening to them all the time because they're yeah. so good <laughs> and it's it's good to also be grateful like for instance Faye and G like having older members that cared mm-hmm. and did care about how people felt about yeah. things so that's always a good thing because I mean yeah. if they'd all been 15 year olds 
there wouldn't have no, been yeah. anybody to say try to help up or to was yeah. eight years older than her i think mm. like that's quite there's, an a, age there's gap. a quite a gate a late mm-hmm. age gap and i think that you know it probably really did help like having mm-hmm. like essentially an older sister because you know abuses in the entertainment system might be bad but you know what isn't miss a's discography which is why you should go and check it out it's on <laughs> spotify you can do you know uh, please do for my birthday YouTube. this is what i ask of you birthday present birthday present wish list so thank you for taking time out of your week to listen to us take time out of our lives to wax poetic about a wonderful girl group that you should all go check out. Um, we hope that you're having a fun and safe time still at home, you know. Hopefully the and the light at the end of the tunnel is upon us, my dudes, my dudes. <laughs> It's, it's all, it's, things are looking up. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, you can find us wherever podcasts are listened to, but you can also go to our website, certifiednewness.com to listen, or not to listen, but to see all of the links and check out everything. Uh, Cause Jesse links everything that we talk about in the podcast. Um, and if you want to become a supporter of this podcast, you can go to ko- ko-fi.com slash certifiednewness to become part of our official certified found family, which is what we call our little group of supporters that keeps the lights on on this beautiful podcast and keeps us going for two plus years now (laughs) we've been going for a while we ain't getting rid of us yet anyway we hope you have a fantastic week stay safe stay happy and keep enjoying asian entertainment Bye. bye bye